Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm Audra. And we are Sorry Right Number. Uh, tonight, our episode is Season 1, Episode 20. It all comes out in the wash. Okay, well, let me read a quick synopsis and then we will break this episode down. Tear it apart, you mean? Yes. <laughs> yes, actually, yeah. Unsavory real estate developer Carl, Carl, Carl Groper plays Chinese laundryman Chow Ting to perform an expensive special service, washing away all of Groper's sins. All right, this came out May 26, 1985. And does not age well. Oh, no. no. Not at all. No. Like most of these episodes, does not. Like, 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 this might not get aired again. <laughs> well. It's pretty stereotype, you know. Well, yeah, this is, a, you know, very stereotypical Asian man, uh, laundry mat, uh, laundry, uh, you know, dry cleaners. But uh, this guy grew up and comes in as like a businessman, kind of yeah. Wall Street guy. No, he's a real he's estate. He's a real estate guy. Real estate uh, he's developer. A, he's yeah. a <coughs> Trump kind. Um, yeah, and uh, he's basically in the business of screwing people over. He was talking about selling seal baby seal fur coats, yeah. making money off baby seal fur coats. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and the laundry, he's like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like my buddy said, you know, um, you you know you have a special service, and then the guy hands him the laundry menu. That it says shirts, pants, but it's like eight hundred dollars, you know, per shirt. Yeah, it's like outrageous. And uh, he's like, uh, they, you know, after they're back and forth, he guarantees he can wash away sins, sins. and guilt. And guilt, yeah. And so he has no guilt. So the guy, he's like, you know, the laundry ting. He's like, yeah, your friend wasn't supposed to tell you this. It's like a big secret. And hey, by the way, guy, can I have a financial statement while while we're at it? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? He asked for his financial. Statement. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's very expensive. And mm-hmm. so you fast forward, and you're just, you know, you're listening to uh, uh, Grouper, Groper, the the business guy, and he's making all these wheel deals, and he's just in the Changes conversation. Shirts. He's yeah, changing his clothes and his um, his uh, secretary comes in and she's like hitting on him. He's, he doesn't care. He's in the business of fucking people over, and he, that's where we hear about the baby seal coat mm-hmm. he wants to make money on. And he wants he knows he's screwing people over, and he doesn't want to feel the guilt. any guilt attached. So he's constantly changing his clothes after the end of the day, and then having it dry cleaned. And then you fast forward, uh, his friend calls him and is upset that he told Ting. Because you're not supposed to talk about you're Fight Club. You're not supposed Club. to talk about, yeah, exactly. And so he's upset he told Ting and, and he's like, don't worry, Ting won't say anything. And Ting ends up winning the lottery and Laundry's backing up and he's starting to feel the guilt of the shit he's done. Uh, but... Then he finds out from his secretary that uh, his friend, the guy who informed him mm-hmm. about about Ting, had killed himself and out of guilt because they, they they haven't had their dry cleaning in days, and I guess every day 
you go without it. At least that's this is what I'm gathering. Because they don't really lay well, it out just, that well. Every time he makes a bad, a, a, just a wicked deal, he changes into a fresh shirt. Yeah, all of a sudden, all that bad <coughs> mojo comes coming back when you don't have this fresh laundry because he's ran out of clothes to wear. Which, and then, which goes to show it's less about the laundry and more about Ting. Yeah, absolutely. Ting calls him after they couldn't get a hold of him for, I think it was like five days or something. Yeah. And he said, uh, and he's like, I really need you to, you know, really need you to uh, do my laundry. And he's like, oh, I won the lottery. My wife and I are moving to Florida. Sorry. And basically he's like, you know, good luck with that karma that's coming your way. Right. <laughs> so uh, after, shortly afterwards, he talks himself into a good idea of jumping out the window yep. and killing himself like his like his uh, his buddy did. So, uh, yeah, it was just like a cautionary tale about karma, basically. And with an underlying, like, almost a little money laundering vibe. Right. Almost like washing away your sins is kind of a, you know. Right. Kind of a, yeah. You know, it. this wasn't, like, horrible. You know, I watched it. I just wasn't, like, um, again, it was just okay. And it's something it was I just not... really like even the, the the secretary was dumb and hitting on him and he was a dick to her. Yeah. And it just uh, I, I mean, it, it wasn't like there there have been others we've watched that it were worse, much worse. Um, is, you know, am I going to revisit this? No, Hell, no. But, you know, it didn't make me angry like the ones we're going to do down the road will. <laughs> <laughs> so, um yeah, so, you know, it is what it is. But let's look at, um, what was that, May 26? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1980-1985. What was going on that day? Well... It would have been around homecoming time, probably. Yeah, <laughs> close to it. Um, the Goonies was released. Okay. Around that, that week. Um, so was Pale Rider. I was probably at the theater watching the Goonies instead of at home watching this episode. <laughs> um, the the songs are pretty much the same. Uh, Whitney Houston, You Give Good Love. Mm-hmm. Freddie Jackson, Rock Me Tonight, for old time's sake. Mm-hmm. Cool and the Gang, Fresh, Climax, Meeting in the Ladies Room, Marvin Gaye. I love that song. Sanctified Lady. Oh, that's like the last year before Marvin Gaye got shot. Yeah. Um... And Wham was number one. Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. Tears for Fears. Um, smooth Operator. Sadie. Uh, it's all the good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Here's some books. Here's some books that came out this year. Or this year. This week. Stephen King's Thinner. Mm, okay. And uh, The Blood of Abraham. Jimmy Carter. Uh... Since the early days in the White House, Jimmy Carter has demonstrated an untiring passion for pursuing peace in the Middle East. So those books came out that week. And I, re- uh, I remember reading thinner. The video game Paranoid came that week. Came out that week for the Commodore 64. I had that game. Oh. For my Commodore 64, we had the Vic, <coughs> Commodore Vic 20. Then we upgraded to the 64. I, was like, I thought we were hot shit. <coughs> Nerd! It came with a tape, cassette tape drive. Cassette tape drive. (laughs) Fucking crazy. I remember those. So that was it. Uh, Kind of a, you know, lackluster week 
for a lackluster episode, for a lackluster series on a lackluster show. (laughs) Yep, that sums it up. (laughs) So, folks, uh, we will see you next week when we have uh, Bigelow's Last Smoke. So, um, yeah, see you next week. Shoots.